I'm Misha Youssef. This is Tell Them I Am. I was a stressed kid. Like, I found things to stress myself out about. For example, I used to get worried that I wouldn't be able to swallow food, that somehow I would take a bite so big and that I would have to breathe at the same time and the food would get sucked up in my nose hole. I don't know. I still sometimes have these panic attacks. They were never about food and nose holes. I was just under so much pressure. I was like a pot of water on the stove, and the heat kept getting turned up. Like, my parents really wanted me to get good grades and get into a good college and have a good job. Okay, now I'm at a five. And my friends are all competing with each other for who is the most accomplished. Now I'm at a seven. I'm the oldest, so my siblings are watching my every move. Now I'm boiling. And I stayed boiling. So anyway, I'm in college, living my stressed fucking life, and I keep hearing about this girl. Everyone's like, oh, have you met Keisha? You guys should be friends. Your name's Rhyme. Which is so stupid. But then I meet her. And she also thinks it's stupid that everyone wants us to be friends because our names rhyme. And then she says, but also, it would be kind of funny if we became friends because our names rhyme. So we start talking, and we start laughing out of control. And we have one of those nights that you only have a couple of times in your life. She saw me so clearly, I became a little bit more me. Which honestly... I didn't even know was possible. Somehow that night, Keisha just reached over and turned off the stove. My name is Fazia Mirza. I'm best known for uh, writing and uh, sometimes starring in my own stuff. Honestly, I think I'm best known for being a queer brown Muslim. Like that's, I, that's the truth. I've always felt like an outsider, whether that was because I was the only brown Muslim kid. Um, And then also I was never really comfortable with my body. I felt like my body was too big and curvy. And I was so self-conscious of the hair on my body, like my face and my all over, like three hairs to one follicle. I went to college at Indiana University in Bloomington, Indiana, and um, I met Sonal my junior year. And we actually met one night when another mutual friend of ours, he introduced us at like, it was like over wings. And, you know, she was one of those girls. She was popular and really thin and fun and knew all the guys, right? Like, like you know, she she was friends with everyone. And I was going to drive home to my mom's that night, like at midnight, so I wouldn't get there till 3 a.m. And it was a three-hour drive. And she had said to me, you know, let me know you got home safe. And I was like, okay. And I didn't really believe that this was real. I really didn't believe pretty popular people, like, really wanted to be my friend or cared about me. But she did check up on me, and she did want to make sure I got home okay. And it was kind of an immediate connection that, wow, this this person's real. And so in each other, what we found was this ability to 
be honest about all the things that were actually happening to us privately. You know, whether that meant um, those those deep, dark secrets, whether that was about the real stuff that was happening at home um, with family, you know, the stuff that you're not supposed to tell anyone about, we told each other about really honestly. And it brought us closer together because we realized that we meant it, that we were there for each other, that we were going to hold space for each other, and that we both, even though we weren't even close to being there yet, we saw each other's potential. And so with her boyfriend at the time, they were hanging out, and so I would hang out with them. And, you know, it was college, so it's like you would study together. You'd be at the library together. Then you'd be like, let's go get something to eat. Are we going to this party or not? I'll pick everybody up. Um, and so we would all watch movies and, and hang out and talk and, and go on drives. So we did become inseparable. We were friends for like my senior year of, of college. And then I took a year off. And so while they were still finishing school, we were all still hanging out. College ends. Her friend Sonal gets into med school and she has to move away. So of course... Sonal and the guy break up. But Fazia keeps hanging out with Sonal's ex. As a Scorpio, I'll tell you, that's a no-no. Textbook, bad idea. So he would come visit on weekends and, you know, just started to establish, probably for the first time, our own vibe, just the two of us. No. I mean, <laughs> you know, sometimes he would help me study... And, you know, I was in law school. It was tough. It was stressful. We would still go out to parties and stuff. Like, we'd drive to Bloomington, Indiana sometimes and, like, hang out with other college friends who were still there who were getting their graduate degrees. Um, he was living in Indianapolis at one point, working. And so I went and visited him there. You know, there was definitely a lot of these interactions were just like partying and hanging out and um, me thinking also, and I think this is a really key component, that when we were having so much fun and going on these adventures, it was him. I kept thinking that it was him, that it was like when I hung out with him, we had fun. When I hung out with him, he brought this mat like this this the, all these people into our lives and took us places i just thought it was him that was bringing that into my life and i remember um you know he he would tell me he loved me and i just never took it that anyone meant they loved me either romantically or meant it sexually or meant it in any way other than friendship. And, you know, I know that's hella naive now, but my I was in a bubble of, of just denial that I could be loved and that my body was worthy of love, sex, and desire. So... We first hooked up when I was visiting him in Indianapolis. We were at this party. 
you know, we were hanging out and we were like dancing and partying. We were up late. And, you know, he kissed me. And I definitely kissed back. He was living there in Indianapolis, so he had an apartment there. And so we went from this party back to his place. It started as, um, you know, cuddling and spooning. And we did have sex. I didn't really... I had never had it before, um, and it was very brief. It was like a second, and he rolled over and said, that that makes 10. It was mortifying in the moment because here I am having this experience for the first time, and he's counting the number of people he's had sex with and adding me to the list. Um, I was I was number 10. I definitely felt guilty right afterwards. Um, I felt bad and obviously self-conscious because of, of what he said to me, but I felt guilt because I knew I knew I knew I was doing something wrong. He and I hooked up a couple more times, but there was definitely this moment when I expressed being a very uh, uh, hairy Pakistani woman. And he said, yeah, I know. It's, you know, go shave that shit off. I didn't really process it. I mean, I knew it hurt, and, 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 but I was just trying to, to please him and... I, I I tried to shave it off with like one of those shitty razors, like which come on, we all know that that's not going to work. And he just was kind of grossed out and expressed that. Um, and it was definitely after that that our relationship shifted. They see each other less and less, and then not at all. It was probably about like five months later that I first reached out to Sonal to um, tell her that I needed to talk to her about something. And I told her that, you know, we had become more than friends and that we'd hooked up. What do you mean by that? And I told her that it meant that we'd slept together. When? It did happen more than once. It happened multiple times. Like, why would you do that? And I don't don't know. Like, that was the answer. Like, I don't... I feel like she hung up on me, but then called back. And she was crying and I was I was crying. I definitely remember feeling just like panicked. And 
in so many ways, it's like, I just didn't want her to be mad at me. I didn't want her to hate me. I didn't want to lose her friendship. That's what I was thinking about. But truly one of the most beautiful things about her is that even though it hurt at first, like we kept talking and we kept talking and we kept talking. And, you know, one of the things that I shared with her was that I I was always scared of losing him as a friend because he was awesome, you know? And, and I told her all the ways that I thought he was awesome and cool and creative. She said to me, you know what, Foz? All those things, every single one of them that you just described that he brought to your friendship, none of those things are him. None of those things are him. Every single one of those things are what you brought. They're all in you. You are the one that made that friendship incredible. You are the fun one. You are the crazy creative one. You are the one who brings everybody over and creates that like really fun, crazy night. You are the one who takes chances and that people are drawn to. It has nothing to do with him. It's all in you. And that was definitely the first moment I'd ever thought about that before. That everything that I wanted and was seeking, that I thought was in someone else, that I thought was in him, all of that was actually in me. In case you're wondering, Sonal and Fazia are still best friends today. Tell Them I Am is presented by Higher Ground Audio and Spotify and produced by Dustlight Productions. I'm your host and executive producer, Misha Youssef. The executive producers at Higher Ground Audio are Dan Fearman, Mukta Mohan, and Anna Holmes. Janae Maribel is editorial assistant. From Dustlight Productions, Mary Knopf is our executive producer. Ariana Gharib Lee and Jonathan Shiflett are our producers. Arwen Nix is our editor. Valeria Alarcone is our apprentice. This episode was written by me, Ariana Garbley, Mary Knopf, and Arwen Nix. It was sound designed by Ariana Garbley and Mary Knopf. Valentina Rivera is our engineer. David Leinard is our composer and made our gorgeous original music. Emin Ahmed is our illustrator and the creator of our episodic art. Elizabeth Goodspeed made our amazing series tile art. Special thanks to Rachel Garcia, our development and operations coordinator. From Spotify, executive producers are Daniel Eck, Don Ostroff, and Courtney Holt. 
This podcast was originally a production of LAS Studios.